I have great news. There are lots of workarounds to hiring a professional florist to create towering, elaborate centerpieces for your reception tables. Today, we're going to discuss lots of affordable wedding table decoration ideas and tips for doing your own wedding day bouquets and table centerpieces. That's coming up next on the Wedding Planning Podcast. Thousands of engaged couples have planned simple, meaningful, and affordable multi-day, multi-event wedding celebrations, and you can can do it too with Wedding Weekend by Design. Wedding Weekend by Design is a digital wedding planning package specifically for couples who want to maximize their wedding celebration across multiple days and multiple events. Whether you're stuck in the initial thoughts of, I don't think we can pull that off with our time and budget phase, or you've already committed but you're finding yourselves in a tangled mess of half-made plans, Finally, I have an incredibly straightforward six-step framework to planning your multi-day wedding celebration from start to finish with absolutely zero guesswork. Visit weddingweekend.co to get started planning your dream celebration today. That website again is weddingweekend.co. Enjoy the show. Hello there. Welcome to today's show all about flowers. What a fun topic. I have great news for you. There are a ton of workarounds to hiring a professional florist that cost thousands of dollars. So if you're concerned about how the heck you're going to do flower centerpieces and flower bouquets without spending a ton of money, then today's show is perfect for you. And if you have friends, bridesmaids, or family members who are going to be helping you do centerpieces, bouquets, or any other decorating for the wedding day, this is a perfect episode to share with them. Now, doing your own flowers is going to take some extra work on your part, and you might need to simplify things a bit, but if you're looking for a spot to save a ton of money, creating fun table centerpieces and flower arrangements on your own is a great place to start. Today, we're going to walk through exactly how you can create beautiful reception table decorations and centerpieces for not a ton of money. We're going to start with some tips for incorporating flowers into those centerpieces, and then we're going to move into some other really beautiful centerpiece ideas that use a lot of creative materials, many of which don't include any flowers at all. I'm also going to share with you how to create your own centerpiece flower arrangements and your own do-it-yourself wedding day bouquets for your bridesmaids and maybe even for yourself. This is a lot to cover in one show and it's going to be a blast. So if you're ready, let's do it. When we think wedding table centerpieces, I think we immediately, most of us, imagine flowers. So let's get started with some easy guidelines for how you can create flower centerpieces. And while we're on this topic of flowers, I'm also going to touch on making your own bouquets and boutonnieres too. I'm going to lump that all in one section here. So here are some of my top tips for doing your own wedding flowers, whether that be a centerpiece arrangement or a bouquet. Same tips apply. The first, very important to note, simple is almost 
always better when you're doing your own anything, really. (laughs) We're not professionals for a reason. So if you are okay with very simple arrangements, then let's proceed. If you're looking for towering, elaborate, design-worthy flowers on the wedding day, then doing them yourself might not be the best course for everyone. So one more time, the simpler, the better. On that note, I like to recommend narrowing down to one or two colors max and one or two types of flowers max. So along the lines of keeping it simple, we want to stick to one to two colors and one to two types. If I were doing the the flowers on my own, me personally, I would choose just one color and one type of flower. That's not going to be for everyone, but I'm a simple gal. I love simple and it's going to make your life so much easier. My favorite types of flowers to work with if you're doing this on your own. First, I love stargazer lilies. These are huge lilies that have the really dark magenta pink and then lighter shades of pink running through the center of the petals. They are absolutely gorgeous. And again, if bought at the right time of year, they can be the size of a dinner plate. I mean, these things can get huge, which is of great benefit to you because the bigger they are, the less, the fewer of them you need to use. So you can create a gorgeous centerpiece using two or three of those humongous lilies and nothing else. I also love classic, romantic, good old-fashioned roses. Roses can look a lot like peonies if you buy big heads and you let them open up and give them a few days to really relax and open. The petals really soften. And again, same with the stargazer lilies, the more open and relaxed they get, the bigger they are and the fewer of them you will need to create a really big lush bouquet or a really pretty centerpiece arrangement. Roses are also a great color because they come in nearly any color you could imagine. So you have a ton of options when it comes to customizing those flower colors to get them in line with whatever wedding colors you're using throughout the entire reception. Next flower I love for do-it-yourself flower arrangements, hydrangeas. And this again goes back to volume. Hydrangea blooms are humongous. And with one to two to three of those, you can create a really, really beautiful, yet really simple bouquet or centerpiece. So I love hydrangeas. And lastly here for just a really clean, really simple, but really pretty touch, baby's breath is always a good one too. Okay, so those are four options for you for types of flowers to look out for. Of course, I have a Pinterest board dedicated to wedding flowers and flower alternatives, and I'm going to link that up in today's show notes and also in my recap email to you. And then lastly, to get a visual on all of this and for a link to that Pinterest board, videos of doing your own flowers, so much information is going to be found in the blog post that I created for today's show. And that's available at weddingplanningpodcast.co slash centerpiece. 
wanted to throw that out out to you early so that you have a chance to go and get a visual on all of this. So weddingplanningpodcast.co slash centerpiece. And then moving on to our next do-it-yourself centerpiece or bouquet flower tip. Next up, greenery is your friend. (laughs) Greenery is good. So this can be lemon leaves, eucalyptus, myrtle, ivy, ferns, dusty miller, bells of Ireland. These are just some of my favorite types of greenery to work with. I have a great chart of all the different popular wedding greeneries that's available on that Pinterest board that I just mentioned on the last tip. Greenery works so well for so many things. It is really, really versatile. It's perfect to put in vases. Okay, so you can just display greenery in vases. And that's a gorgeous, really natural, really simple centerpiece look for the middle of your tables. Greenery is also really pretty if you place it down the center of the tables. So as like a running garland down the middle. And then you can decorate that with candle votives or small, really simple jars of flowers set up. That makes a stunning tablescape for really not a lot of money at all. Quickly to recap those tips. Number one, simple is always better. Number two, you're going to want to stick to one to two colors and one to two types of flowers. Number three, my favorite flowers to work with, stargazer lilies, roses, hydrangeas, and baby's breath. And number four, greenery is always a really good option. Moving on, I want to point out something really important to consider before committing to doing your own flowers, and that is volume. Now, if you're hosting a large wedding with 200 people, 20 to 25 tables, and there are 10 bridesmaids and 10 groomsmen in your wedding party, let's put the brakes on (laughs) because that is a lot of flowers that you're going to need to manage on your own. You can 100% organize your 10 bridesmaids and make them into your helper bees. And everyone can be a part of assembling the centerpieces and the bouquets the day before. So it's possible, but important to keep in mind, you're going to need a staging place to do all of this. So you literally need the space to create 25 centerpieces, 10 bouquets, 10 boutonnieres. This is going to take a lot of room and you're also going to need to keep everything cool and fresh. A professional florist would do this inside walk-in refrigerators, which are not going to be available. So if you're doing this in the summertime and you don't have a cool place to store everything overnight, you could be dealing with wilted centerpieces on the morning of the wedding day. And this could become a really, really big challenge. Nothing would be more heartbreaking than pouring hours into this and investing a ton of money in buying all those flowers, doing them all yourselves, getting them set up, having them look beautiful, but not having the proper place or way to store them. And then everything is drooping and dying and ruined. 
Now, if your wedding is a little bit on the smaller side, so let's say seven to 10 tables, and you have five bouquets to make and five boutonnieres to make, I think you're going to have a much greater chance of success with doing your own flowers. So if you do have that bigger size wedding, proceed with caution. I'm not telling you not to do it. I just want you to be very aware at the beginning of some of the potential challenges that you can face down the road before you get fully invested and fully committed. So make sure to formulate a game plan for where you're going to assemble everything and then where you're going to store everything. And with all that said, let's move on to the next portion, which would be where should we buy these flowers and or all the greenery. I talk a lot about seeking out a floral wholesaler that's open to the public in your area. The best way to find this will be to do a Google search um, by typing in flower wholesale near me or flower wholesale and your city name. You should come up with a couple of options pretty much regardless of where you're located. I can't guarantee that every single listener will find a wholesale warehouse within 10 to 15 miles of your home. You might have to make a trip. You might have to take a little drive, but there should be some options relatively close to you that are available. Even if you're in more of a rural location and this requires a drive of 60 miles or 100 miles, trust me, I think this is worth a drive. I'd suggest giving them a call ahead of time just to discuss exactly what's available, maybe get some general price points, get a feel for what their inventory is. And if you have to hop in the car and make a day of this with a couple of friends, I think it's going to be totally worth your time. And I also want to share here, I did a search for flower wholesale near me. So that's what I typed into the Google box when I was up north with my family in Michigan. We were (laughs) in the middle of nowhere, and I mean that in a good way. I got three options, all of which were about an hour away, plus or minus a few minutes. And I was pretty impressed with that. So being up north in Michigan, in the middle of nowhere, there were still three options for flower wholesale open to the public, all within like a one hour drive. So let that be your guide, regardless of where you're located. Give it a try. It's definitely worth a shot. And don't think of a floral warehouse as only selling flowers, because many of them sell all the accessories to go with the flowers. So pruning accessories that you would need to trim thorns off roses, or floral tape that you're going to need to secure your um, bouquets together. They have containers, they have vases. A lot of them have a ton of miscellaneous decoration. Again, if you've been listening to the show, you've heard me talk about this before, but if you're new, put this high on your priority list. Now, if you're listening in and you're feeling on the fence about doing your own flowers, you would love to do the cost savings and take advantage of that part, but you're not really sure how it would all play out, how you would store everything, Or if you just, you know right now that you want some help with just the bouquets, but you want to put together the centerpieces on your own, I'll say here that it's 
definitely worth asking your wholesaler if they do pre-made arrangements and asking about the pricing on those. Buying pre-made arrangements directly from that wholesaler is likely going to be a lot less expensive than hiring a dedicated wedding florist. And especially, that's especially the case if you're willing to work with lots of greenery and if you're willing to go with really simple arrangements. And by getting help with just the bouquets or just the centerpieces and doing the rest yourself, this cuts down big time on the assembly time, the time commitment in the day or two before the wedding, not to mention it gives you a free pass on the storage. So if the wholesaler can store those arrangements for you until the day of the wedding and then deliver them, if you're worried because you don't have any refrigeration or you don't have a cool place to store things, that's a perfect solution. Going into this conversation with the wholesaler about what it would cost to have them do all or part of your wedding flowers. My favorite really no-nonsense approach for going into this conversation is explain to them upfront right away, explain what your budget is, and ask them to create a proposal or a plan that fits within that budget. Let the florist do their job. Let them be creative in coming up with solutions that will actually fit your budget. This is a huge time saver. It's also a huge frustration saver for everybody. And it works for all vendors, whether it's a venue, a caterer, a florist, photographer, or a DJ. Be really upfront with that budget and let them work their magic. Coming up after a quick break, I'm going to share some really tactical tips for actually making a bouquet yourself. We're also going to review things other than flowers that make beautiful centerpieces. And I'll share some sample centerpiece setups that you can create for less than $10 per table. Coordinating suit and tuxedo looks for your fiance and wedding party can get pretty overwhelming. That's why Generation Tux makes it simple, fun, and convenient with online suit and tuxedo rentals that allow you to do everything online from the comfort of your own home. Generation Tux specializes in online suit and tuxedo rentals with high-quality men's formal wear rentals starting at just $99 and award-winning customer service. It is awesome and so convenient that they offer a free home try-on and they'll even deliver you swatches so that you can match the colors to your decor, your venue, and your wedding party. And best of all, you get free round-trip shipping with virtual consultations with their customer experience and stylists and even access to online tools to help you plan the perfect wedding. You can try Generation Tux for yourself by visiting generationtux.com. Build your head-to-toe looks, get free color swatches, a free home try-on, and manage your entire wedding party online. That's G-E-N-E-R-A-T-I-O-N-T-U-X.com. Brilliant Earth has a mission to cultivate a more transparent, sustainable, compassionate, and inclusive jewelry industry. Since their founding in 2005, giving back initiatives have focused on responsible sourcing, social impact, and climate action. Brilliant Earth has set a new standard in diamond sourcing, beyond conflict-free. 
They only accept diamonds from specific mine operations and countries that follow internationally recognized labor, trade, and environmental standards. Their ethical, stunning, and one-of-a-kind wedding rings and bands offer unique designs for the perfect symbol of your love. Be sure to check out their online tool that helps you find the wedding band that pairs best with your engagement ring style, giving you a great list of recommended styles to choose from. Check out all of their beautiful pieces at BrilliantEarth.com. That's BrilliantEarth.com. Susan's Travel Services is so excited to partner with you to plan your honeymoon, destination wedding, or maybe even your bachelor or bachelorette party. Susan and her team have been planning dream vacations for 27 years, and they are truly the best in the business for start-to-finish planning services. Travel and new experiences are incredibly special to me, and Susan and her team have helped me plan some unforgettable vacations, including a bachelorette party in Cabo and a family anniversary celebration in Cancun. They meticulously researched the best all-inclusive options for us based on some very specific priorities and the professional assistance in choosing location, resort, activities, and transportation was absolutely priceless. From all-inclusive resorts in Mexico and the Caribbean, overwater bungalows in the Maldives, or that African safari that you've always dreamed of, save yourself hours of research and guesswork and let Susan and her team find you the best options for a once-in-a-lifetime vacation. Reach out to Susan and her team today by emailing info at susanstravelservices.com And be sure to let her know that I sent you and get $50 off your final booking or $200 off your destination wedding. Her email one more time is info at susanstravelservices.com. Okay, now that we've reviewed all the tips for DIY flower success, I'm going to run through really, really quickly exactly how you can make a beautiful bouquet all on your own for less than $20 and less than 10 to 15 minutes, plus or minus a little practice time. So this show is obviously audio only. So for a visual on what I'm talking about, I'll share a video of me explaining exactly how to make your own bouquets. And that's available on the blog post for today's show at weddingplanningpodcast.co slash centerpiece. For this do-it-yourself style bouquet, I'm using roses, and I mentioned at the first half of the show, if you're using roses, you want to buy them and give them a few days, even up to a week, to really relax and open up and let those petals soften. What that does is it makes the roses look really, really fluffy and romantic and beautiful. It makes them much bigger so that you need fewer of them to make a beautiful bouquet. Now for this bouquet in the video that I'm sharing and what I'm describing, I used two dozen long stem roses. I bought those for less than $20 at my floral wholesale right here next to me. So check it out, less than $20 for 24 roses. 
And there's really, believe it or not, very little skill or technique necessary here. You're simply going to start with one flower in your hand and then arrange in a circular pattern around that one flower until you've gotten a bouquet that's your desired shape and size. You might need to level things out. You might need to tinker with it a little bit, but that's really all there is to it. It is essential if you're going to do this project, I beg you to please do a test run. Don't wait until the day before the wedding to go out and buy those flowers. Number one, you're not going to have time for them to open up and relax like we talked about. But number two, it can be a little stressful if you're under a time constraint and you're feeling pressured it's gonna be a little difficult to pull this off. So I would suggest doing a test run of this in the months before the wedding, buy a batch of roses, see how long it takes for them to relax and open up and play with them. Get them in your hand and play with how to arrange them. You'll also want some floral tape, which is available for sale online or it will be at the wholesaler if you choose to go that route. All you're going to do is tape up the stems. You can cover them up with satin ribbon, wrap them in a meaningful handkerchief that you're using on the wedding day, however you want to go about the details of it. And that's it. A beautiful wedding bouquet for just a few dollars and a little bit of your time. I also love bouquets made out of hydrangeas. Talk about zero work or zero skill. If you buy big, beautiful puff blooms of hydrangeas, you can get away with two, maybe three stems of those and you it all it makes itself like you don't even have to do any arranging or any work just those big puffy blooms right next to each other make such a beautiful bouquet and now we're going to totally switch gears and we're going to hold the flowers let's talk about some other unique table decoration ideas for centerpieces that can add a ton of personality to your reception and that can all be done for not a ton of money. So first thing with your table centerpieces here, consider using items other than flowers. I said early on in the show, and I think this is the case for many of us when we hear wedding, we automatically think that flowers need to be the decoration. Simply not true. I would encourage you to go out and get inspiration from a local farmer's market is a great place to start. Walk through and notice how do they have things arranged in the boxes and in the baskets. Think about what fruits and vegetables you could incorporate into your table center pieces that would make for a beautiful look. I have a ton of examples of using produce on that Wedding Flowers and Alternatives Pinterest board. It's at the blog post, weddingplanningpodcast.co slash centerpiece. So make sure to stop by and take a look at all this stuff so you can see for yourself how pretty it is. I'll list some examples of produce that make beautiful table centerpieces. Number one, pineapples especially if you're doing a tropical themed event, but not necessary that you are. Pineapples are a really, really fun centerpiece decoration to incorporate on your tables. And huge pineapples are often less than $3 at my Costco. So definitely worth taking a look and considering using pineapples. Apples, lemons, or limes, clustered in a vase or clustered in a basket, really colorful, really, really pretty, 
artichokes are a little bit pricier. I see a lot of artichokes worked into centerpieces. Very pretty and rustic look, and they are a little more expensive, though, than it's going to be for apples or lemons or limes. Another great centerpiece, especially for those fall-autumn-themed weddings, which we all love, are pumpkins and gourds. Pumpkins come in all different colors, not just orange, and those make beautiful wedding table decorations. Wrapping up on the produce, but still really beautiful and really affordable, another idea is using succulents. Succulents are absolutely beautiful. They're really, really hard to kill. So if you don't have a green thumb, not to worry. These things are very resistant and very durable, and they're perfect. You could consider planting a ton of little succulents in different pots or using creative containers that you find at the thrift store, and then put everything together and create a mini succulent garden on the top of each table. You may have heard me mention in the past, we are obsessed with succulents at my house. We're proud members of lots of succulent trading clubs in our area, which sounds kind of strange, but (laughs) they're totally free and it's a really, really easy and a really good way to get a nice variety going. Depending on the climate where you live, where you're located, if you started collecting, planting, and dividing succulents in the months before the wedding, you could grow an entire succulent garden in just a few months' time and for almost no money at all. So I would encourage you, if this is something that interests you, do a search on Facebook or on Google for succulent trading. And see if there's a group in your area that you can hop into and start growing your collection. That's how we found ours on Facebook, by searching succulent trading. And then last thing to note here on succulents, the little plants can also be taken home by your wedding guests as a take-home favor. And that will be an everlasting memory of your wedding day, which is such a special little treat. Another great creative item to incorporate into your table centerpieces are your engagement photos. Use those to your advantage. So get them printed on mini canvases or just print them out and put them in little picture frames and you're going to get a really special and meaningful keepsake that you can use on the tables as decoration and then you can take them home and also display them in your home after the wedding. You could set them up on a variety of sizes of easels. You could display using a metal card holder pick inside of a flower centerpiece or choose a variety of shape and colored frames from the craft store or from a thrift store. If you want to add a splash of color, you can simply spray paint any frames in any variety of colors that will complement your event. That's a really, really fun touch and a very personalized touch to incorporate into your centerpiece decoration. If you're ever feeling stuck on inspiration, a great way to get some ideas for decorating your reception space or your table specifically, which is what we're focusing on today, have 
a designer eye, which doesn't come naturally to everyone. It doesn't to me. But a great way to get inspiration and to have a designer eye is to go into some big retail stores and just notice how they stage things. So for example, I'm going to name drop some stores, head into Crate and Barrel, Pottery Barn, Pier One, Anthropology or Target and notice how they stage their merchandise. This can be great inspiration for doing your own centerpiece decorations. Now, obviously, most of us won't actually probably buy 12 sets of table decorations from Anthropology that would cost hundreds and hundreds and hundreds, if not thousands of dollars, you would go totally broke. <laughs> but go in and just get the inspiration for what types of things are being utilized by those big brands as decoration. I did this on my last trip to the mall. I walked through Anthropology and I also walked through Pottery Barn. And again, I would never buy those actual items to decorate 12 to 20 tables at a wedding, but things like candle containers, glass bottles, vintage books, tins, eclectic pieces of china. These are all things that big brands use to stage and they look so cute, but they're also things that you can find at a thrift store, at a garage sale for hardly any money at all if you're willing to put in the time and be patient. And if rummaging around in thrift stores and bargain stores is totally not your thing, I get it. <laughs> Ask for help. I would be willing to bet that you have a relative or one of your wedding party members who would love to go out and search for cute little treasures at local thrift stores. So give them a budget, show them a few setups from Pinterest that you're interested in, or give them some in inspiration photos and then let them go out and handle the rest. And to wrap up today's show, I want to give you some specific examples of table centerpieces that can be set up for less than $10 per table. I pinned all of these to the Wedding Planning Podcast DIY Pinterest board. I will link them on that blog post. So not to worry, go take a look, weddingplanningpodcast.co slash centerpiece, and you'll find all of these. I'm going to go through three of them really quickly just to give you a concrete idea of how you can create a beautiful centerpiece that doesn't involve flowers and that doesn't cost a ton of money. The first really cute centerpiece idea, we have five old books and they're all stacked up on top of one another. They are wrapped in a two inch wide satin, really pretty navy ribbon that's simply tied off at the top. And then on top of the five books, they're displaying a small white picture frame with a chalkboard table number written inside. Old books at a thrift store or even your local library, these can be bought for less than a dollar a piece and the frame is just a couple dollars at the craft store. It's such a simple look, but it is so pretty. Another centerpiece idea, and this is going to involve a little bit of buying and then reselling to get down to that less than $10 price point, I promised, but I want to describe it because it is just beautiful. We've got a vintage box. It looks like a tin old safety deposit box, maybe. It's very rustic looking. It is very cool. 
on top of the tin box, they've placed a really cute globe. So a globe of the world. I found these on Amazon for $13.75. That was about the lowest price point I could find for a really nice looking high quality globe. So I know that busts our $10 price point, but incorporating a common idea from this podcast, you could buy those globes, use them at your wedding, and then resell them to another couple. That's a perfect example of a decoration item that I don't think you would have any trouble selling off to another couple looking to use them. So you buy them for $13.75. Let's say you sell them for $10. Your total investment there was only $3.75. And in this specific centerpiece setup on the sides of that vintage box, they also have two small size mason jars with baby's breath. So simple, so cute. It's a great photo. Make sure to go take a look at these for inspiration. And then the last one I'll share, we have a cylinder vase. This is probably, I don't know, I'd say about six inches tall. And then inside the vase, they've rolled up book pages. All of all of them are different heights. So you've got like two dozen rolled up book pages all displayed inside that vase. It looks really, really cool. This is especially great if you are a literature lover, if you love to read, if you love books, this would make for a really, really meaningful centerpiece idea. This topic is a lot of fun to talk about. I want to be respectful of your time. This has already been a long episode, but I want to leave you with one last thought. If you're feeling doubtful or in any way guilty about doing really small, really minimal and simple table centerpieces, I'd like to offer that elaborate table decorations can really easily make a tablescape feel crowded. So once you get 10 people sitting around a table and you have 10 place settings and you have two to three glasses per person and a coffee cup and condiments, and a table number, <laughs> things get feeling crowded really, really fast. You absolutely do not need an elaborate table runner, 20 tea light candles, four glasses of vases of flowers to make a beautiful statement. Please trust me, your guests will appreciate the simplicity on your tables and your budget will definitely appreciate the simplicity as well. So let's shake the notion of feeling like a table centerpiece at a wedding has to be this humongous elaborate display of flowers. Absolutely not true. To see visuals of everything we walked through today, I know we covered a lot. Head to weddingplanningpodcast.co slash centerpiece. Have a wonderful week. Thank you always for being here with me today and sharing this time with me. Thank you so much again. I'll talk to you again next week. You know what's the number one biggest regret that newlywed couples share? It's that our wedding came, went, and was over in the blink of an eye. So why not extend the experience out across multiple days and multiple events and make it a wedding weekend? 
There are just six easy steps to planning a life-changing wedding weekend, and you can access the formula right now when you visit weddingweekend.co. Take advantage of flexible payment options or pay in full and get a complimentary wedding strategy call when you visit weddingweekend.co. I'll see you there.